to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Billiken fans, it is a great pleasure today to have one of our all-time stars, uh, Jordair Jett, here with us to talk to us. Uh, Jordair's in town for a little bit this summer before he goes off to play professionally again. I couldn't be more proud to have you here, Jordair, and especially proud of what you've done, what you've done since you came here. It seems like yesterday. I don't know if you remember this. When you came in this parking lot, uh, before you came, and Al Jensen introduced you to me, I'll never forget, and you came here, your eyes were wide open, you're looking around like, holy smokes, what is St. Louis University? And uh, the one thing Al Jensen told me is this is an un- a kid with a great heart and an unbelievable competitor. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is kind of like first time visit uh, Coach Majerus came and visited me a few times at home. Kind of had a, a good bond right away. So I committed, you know, didn't really. So, yeah, so when I first came here, I was, yeah, it was only my second flight. So my first flight was to fly on my uh, with my mom and my auntie to Fitchburg, Massachusetts for prep school. So that was definitely a scary moment. Uh, first time going away from home. I was only six, 17 years old. So, so then coming here, at least I had Coach Al to kind of show me around and help me out, introduce me to everybody. But it was definitely another scary moment of mine. So. What does uh, St. Louis University meant to you? Uh, everything. Uh, first, first uh, guy in my family to make it to college, finish college. Uh, so it's kind of a lot of weight off my shoulders now that I'm finished and can lead the way for the younger generations coming up. So. Uh, but yeah, St. Louis is everything. I'll definitely try to get all my family coming here. Your graduation day was one of my most pr- most proud days here. And I knew you'd graduate. But when you walked into the graduation lunch with your mom, that was unbelievable. Tell me what that meant to you and most importantly to your mom. Uh, everything. You know, it's being able to get that piece of paper and walk across that stage is like... Man, probably one of the greatest films ever. And to do it in front of my mom and my family. So, you know, she's definitely, you know, she's crying and so happy for me. And just to come into that lunch, have a little speech like I did in front of everybody. It was, uh, it made me real proud. That was awesome. So, yeah. We could, we could, it was one of the great days. It really was. I remember it like it, it was yesterday. Uh, when you look back at your playing days, and we, we had lunch the other day, so you kind of laughed about some of the great stories. Uh-huh. Tell, uh, share with the fans uh, some of your most memorable, if not the most memorable game that you played as a Billiken. What, what do you remember the clearest that uh, you really remember like it was yesterday? Uh, Probably our last uh, game my senior year against UMass. Uh, we have previously lost four games. Uh, everybody's pretty banged up. It's kind of our last game of the uh, conference. Mm-hmm. Everybody counted us out. We had, you know, how the fans get and the people, you know. And uh, we came, uh, I think it was down late with about two minutes left. And uh, we kind of just was going back and forth and then you know we got the uh, ball we got a stop ride got a jump ball 
late by 15 seconds, maybe 12 seconds. We got the last uh, chance, and I scored a layup, and we won it all. As as I recall, that was the game where Jordaire in the second half just decided, I'm taking this over. Yeah, I, had, I definitely had a, you had a huge second game. half, yeah. Uh, and, and the play at the end, there was nobody in the history of college basketball that didn't know who was going to score that. You, you, it was it was one on five, and they had no shot. They had no shot. It was one of the all-time great plays. Yeah, it seemed like a common theme. Uh, actually, my senior year, I had we kind of played around, not necessarily played around, but just we would say play with our food a lot at the end of the games. A lot of games we had to get last-second buckets. I think I had six of them, yeah, five or six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah this season. So cool. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a. It's a crazy game. So you went to you went you took us to a bunch of NCAA tournaments. You had a, you won A ten championships. You're the A ten player of the year. So you did all of it. But what about those relationships with your teammates? Oh, those those are my brothers still to this day. I mean, uh, I just had lunch with Corey, uh, so I'm all, I'm always staying connected with those guys. I'm probably a little more closer to uh, Corey, Mike, and Quam. Uh, right. But. Yeah, I definitely stay connected to those guys. I played with uh, I seen Cody out in Australia, Rob Conklin. So it's it's kind of like and it's like we never miss a step. It's like we're kind of just on the same page of where we're here. So it's an unbreakable bond. With Which those is guys. so great to watch from from my perspective as the AD to see all. I mean, Brian comes in carrying the basketball <laughs> every day as freshman year, right? Um, Mike coming in out of Chicago, the quiet kid. Cody coming in late late from uh, Australia and Rob and everybody but to see the way you guys went through the journey and it was not always easy as you recall there were moments where it was not easy but the awesome thing for me is how you guys came out and really became a team and practices were so challenging when you guys got to game time it was it was awesome to watch because there was nothing you guys weren't you guys were afraid of come game time I didn't think what what'd you think uh, I, I can agree with that I mean we kind of as we got older, I mean, we obviously had guys like Paul and Brian and Cal and those other older guys that yeah. kind of helped us, right. lead us and show us the way. So when we got, I mean, we had to be mature. We came in as a freshman class of six, so we had to be mature ourselves. Uh, so you can, you know, kind of coming in, taking our role, playing a lot of minutes with Coach Majerus, obviously it's a lot of pressure. But as we got older, those previous things helped us out. We was just kind of connected was we, we had our two captains and it was just kind of attention span like we we focused like we knew what how Majerus would have had us so we kind of wanted to have that 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 mindset so there is one what do you remember from your freshman year your freshman season uh there's one play in particular that I will never forget it was at Missouri State no, don't do dude. You went over the guy. Yeah. You went over the guy. It was one of the greatest plays ever that I've seen as a freshman. You go baseline and just throw it. Yeah. And I'm like, that. I'm like, hey guys, I was telling you, Jordan's going to be a player, and that play, just you exploded, dunked on. I think the guy may have been the. Yeah, Kyle Williams actually is was, his name. I yeah. Remember. He's actually yeah. Really good player. Yeah. But that was that one moment as a freshman that everybody's going, wow, Jordan Jet is got some some explosiveness and you just got after it, it was, I remember it like yesterday it was awesome but it kind of set the tone for how you were going to play yeah that was uh, yeah I actually do remember that that was uh, 
We wasn't having the best game. No, we didn't play great, but like it a, was an unbelievable play. Yeah, yeah it was. Show a little bit of athleticism. So you became a defender. You became a big time defender. Mm-hmm. How how did that how did that evolve? Uh, I think I've kind of always been um, a little more athletic growing up, but uh, my brother my brother was a really really good defender too. Uh, growing up, so he kind of preached that to me. I was like, this is the one thing you you got to be able to do no matter what, you know. But I think in college, Majerus really made it. Like he really brought it out of me. Like you could really, really be a great defender. Like I've coached a lot of guys, and I kind of just from there, I was just like, I'm, I'm gonna be a great defender. Like I'm gonna strive to be a great defender at least. Uh, so today, uh, now that you're playing professionally, is that still your uh, your foundation? Do you still because back as I recall. You were such a lockdown guy. Your defense led to your offense. Uh-huh. Is it the same way playing now, or do you see it differently? Uh, it, it's 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 similar, but when you're overseas, they're kind of more pressure to score the ball, you know. Like, yeah. but defense is a plus. Like, that's a if you have defense, it's an added benefit. Yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, like I said, an added benefit. So, but yeah, personally, I think it it definitely helps out helps me out overseas because like just. Just turning people over, getting easy buckets—that's the easiest part of the game. Right. Yeah, just playing solid defense and standing in the passing lanes and picking up full court—it definitely helps out a lot. What do you remember about winning big games in a sold-out Shapitz Arena? Because you did that a bunch of times. What do you remember most? The fans, really. Uh, I, I, to this day, I still watch our highlights against uh, my senior year against VCU at home, the whiteout game. Yeah. And the, the the arena was crazy. Yeah, uh, as you can hear it, it's crazy. Like the screen's shaking. Like so, obviously, yeah, I love the fans. Well, it uh, and they certainly had a have a great respect for you. The way you played, you represented SLU so well. You're 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 a uh, blue collar, work your butt off, play hard guy, and that's that's what everybody respects here. And you did such a great job with it. So I I am super proud. Now. You mentioned the other day, which I, I'd like you to share with our, our, our fans, the, what is the one thing you've really learned as a pro? Uh, I, I would probably say two things. Uh, <clears throat> the first thing would probably be that, firstly, it's not easy to get there. You know, like, I know most guys, even me, when I was here in college, I'm like, if I don't make the NBA, I'll just go overseas. Like, it's kind of our attitude, our mindset. But it's not it's not as easy. Like there's guys now that's real good players that still don't have jobs. But other outside of that, uh, kind of when you get over there, you, you got to take care of your business because it's kind of there's it's 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 a it's a world war where if you're not taking care of your business, they'll bring the next guy in. You know, so they'll they'll send you home quickly. That that was that was what jumped out at me from our lunch the other day when you said you have to learn really to take care of your business because it's all those things that we preach all the time to yeah. you college guys, right? And you're like, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And then when you get in it, you're like, yeah, this is on me now. And those skills that I did have to learn when they were drilling me at SLU on what it takes to be disciplined and what it takes to take care of my, my, my deal, now that's what's separating you from everybody else and how you're playing. Exactly. It's this college y'all y'all help us out y'all make sure we do these things and as soon as you get professional you got your own apartment 
got to go buy your own food. You got to cook for yourself. You're driving. You got to get your own guy. You got to do everything. So it's just kind of you got to become a man real quick, like getting over there. You got real quick. But it's a, it's a learning process for the younger guys first coming in. How do you help those young guys now? When uh, you see young guys coming up, how what what do you share with them so they have a little bit of an idea uh, that you didn't know when you first started? I'd probably just say, you know, really take care of your body. That's that's what I would tell them first. And take care of your body. Uh, that that's. That's a real, real important over there because conditioning and staying in shape is kind of everything. Eat, start to eat the right way as much as you can because you're not getting any younger. Right. And just you got to come in with a it's my last game mindset every day, every day, every game, every practice, every weight session. That That's what most impressed me when you walked in the other day. I'm like, he's in shape. Yeah. So you've really evolved into learning how to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. And Quam's uh, uh, done it as well as anybody, right? Kwame yeah. Mitchell, Quam's yeah. done it. He's a couple years ahead of you, but you're, you've followed in his footsteps now. And mm-hmm. so now it's pretty cool that you're in such good physical condition. So you're ready to go wherever the next uh, the next step is. Where uh, right now, as you're talking to agents, you're looking to go to Europe. What 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 do you see the next step for this coming season for you? Uh, what would be best case? What's best case? Uh, for you? Best case, first league Germany. Um, still a couple of teams in Australia that hasn't signed imports. Uh, mm-hmm. So I always keep that on the radar as I played there twice already. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple. I, I got a couple. Uh, a little bit of interest in Turkey. Yeah. So we'll see where That's that takes us. But I should be signing somewhere in the next two weeks. I would say. Great. Well, that's awesome. We are. Uh, anything else you want to share with the Billikens out there uh, who have this unbelievable, great memory of Jordair Jet? It seems like just yesterday, when you were here, leading our team to NCAA tournaments, winning big games. Clearing everybody out and taking the last shot, um, and and those were such great times. Coach Majerus gave you the foundation, and then Coach Cruz comes in, and then you guys just built. You guys, you guys were like the band of brothers. You guys pulled together, and what you all did was second to none. So we are unbelievably proud. But are there any any message you want to send to the Billiken fans? Uh, just keep being great. Well, I would say, I mean, I never had any. It's just always love the lunatics and the crowd and everybody around. So just keep being, keep being great. Well, our whole community is unbelievably proud of you. I'm most proud that you graduated. Yeah. And that day with your mom was unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, but what you've become and how you've managed yourself and how you take care of your body and everything else, and we're just proud of you. It's like when you came and met met the people at the Final Four dinner last mm-hmm. last winter. Yeah. You walked in. I'm like. He did it. It was like a victory lap. Yeah. I'm like, he is, he's healthy. He presents himself well. He is He's on fire. And so when you're done playing ball, you're going to be successful because of this, because of what you've done in your life and how you've learned and you've grown. But now you're ready. And so we are super proud of you, and we congratulate you, and we thank you for coming back. Oh, uh, thank you. Always. Glad to have you. Thanks, yeah. big man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Until next month, go Billikens.